Hello again, this is Keaton, and this is the second episode of my alleged podcast, The West Noise, where I talk to a variety of people. And I'll be honest, I am pretty damn nervous about this whole thing. I don't really know what I'm doing. Um, I can send an email, and I can record my voice, but I'm just second-guessing a lot of what's going on here. And that's kind of scary, but... I appreciate anyone who has listened or plans to continue listening because all I'm doing is trying my best. And even if I kind of suck, the people on the show are going to be really cool, really interesting people doing things that they're sure about. So if you, if you want to take that away from it, that's, that's a positive. And one of those people I actually spoke to today, director Neil Berkeley who made Beauty's Embarrassing, uh, about an artist named Wayne White. Really, really abstract, interesting guy. And he also directed um, Harmontown, which is about Dan Harmon's uh, traveling podcast. Dan Harmon co-created Rick and Morty, uh, creator community, main writer for that. And those are really interesting. But what the topic of discussion is today is Neil's documentary about Gilbert Gottfried, comedic legend. And it's supposed to reveal the softer side to him and not just the high-voiced, squinty-eyed character that he often is on stage. And Neil was very, very kind to me. And unfortunately, some of the phone cut out here and there, but I was able to salvage some some kind points that he made so yeah um like i said just trying my best and i'm really thankful for not only people listening but people like neil who give me the chance to just talk to them and record it and then show it to other people because that's a normal concept so here's my conversation with director neil berkeley <laughs> so I I've really been thinking how to do this because it's this sort of meta, like, because I'm talking to you and you are the one that asks these people questions, but there's also something so impressive about being able to ask those questions. So I have to ask you that. So uh, I, yeah. I'm just I'm just curious what. What is the main motivation for you? Like, if you, if you could say one reason why you do it, because I know, I know you said you were around Wayne for a while. I know you said that Gilbert was like a big inspiration for you, and I'm just curious. Like, is and I know that that Dan approached you. So, is it a personal thing, or or is it? Because I know you also said with Gilbert that you wanted to make a movie where comedians could watch it and refer. That's the movie you want to watch if you're a comedian. So is it a mixture yeah. of both, or do you want to learn personally? What's the main motivation? Well, for? yeah, the thing about the, the comedian is that that was really the goal once I got once I started doing it. Um, but the reason I do it is I just get I have I have uh, endless, boundless, uh, insatiable curiosity, 
ask a lot of questions as a means of as a defense mechanism, so I don't have to talk about myself. <laughs> we'll get to that. But, no, no, I think I think it's just, I, I'm very curious. And then you know, now I'm in a place with Wayne. It was just I was fascinated by him, and I was like, the world the world should know who you are because you you made all these things, and you're, you're right. amazing. Um, and then and then you know, Dan called me, and it was like, okay, well, I did that once. Let's can I do it again? <laughs> it's sort of like can I prove myself? I can do it again. And then I'll, after that, I thought, well, I've got two. Let's let's set our sights a little higher. And I went after Gilbert, and and I got to do that. So it was really just about you know, me just wa- wanting to do it and 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 challenging myself. Um, I I also and, find it impressive that there's so different subjects. Like they're not all in the same vein, you know. Like granted, yeah. they're all artists, but. Like they're all very, very different in terms of personality and everything, and that's just that's just really cool how you can still find a way because no matter what, they all seem to have the general message of human and finding like the human side of it. They and do. The, like, to me, like yeah, the thing I'm very curious about those people, those three people, and anyone that has this quality is, I'm very envious of people who have um, an, an ability to to put out into the world what they're going to put out into the world without any fear of success mm-hmm. or failure or repercussions. And generally Wayne and Dan and Gilbert want to make people happy. They make people laugh. So there's not, it's not a joyless or evil conceit that they put out right, in the world. Right. Um, but they, they don't have any, like people love Gilbert because he's fearless. And even Dan, Wayne, Wayne may be a little less so, but he still certainly has a voice and he puts it out there. But I'm very envious of people that I think we all are. I think everyone's mostly envious of anyone that that does and says whatever they want to do. Um, Absolutely, because yeah. especially now, because it seems now there are so many people that are refraining from that or immediately turning on something they created due to it having some possible offense or backlash. And Gilbert especially is like prime for you're right being fearless, just doing it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, definitely. And I, I'm, I saw a while ago you said um, you're talking about going for people that are more on the fringe, yeah, and and less people that are at the top. So it seems that there's kind of a reoccurring pattern there that those people that are on the fringe and not in the main group of the ones at the top are the ones who have the most sincerity and are are doing what they're doing to do it and not for the purpose of yeah. some sort of quo. I think that's definitely true. I think there's maybe because the stakes are lower. I don't know. <laughs> I think you get to a certain level and people sort of assume you're a certain thing. It's like, it's like big bands that have to go up and play the same songs all the time. You know, there's a level of band that you can put a new record out and go play right. the record. Um, but yeah, I, who knows why, but for some reason these guys haven't achieved a level where there's some sort of like personal expectation about who they're going to be and what they're going to say. Mm-hmm. So back to what you're saying about defense mechanisms, because that's, <laughs> that's good. So so is that why you feel you document people is to sort of not riddle out yourself, but like, like, are you, do you uh, obviously have you learned from doing these things? Like personally, do you feel you're benefiting significantly? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I learn something every time I do it. You can't be around someone and study them without being changed a little bit and when I, I i don't know if i 
the defense mechanism, it might be not why I do it, but why I've been successful at it. Because mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're comfortable enough asking someone any question, no matter how personal, like I'm one of those people that will just ask very personal questions in a very casual way as if it's okay to ask these questions. <laughs> um, to lie. strangers. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have any filters when it comes to my curiosity. If I want to know something, I'll just say, tell me about this. And You're just giving the ammo for what I can yeah. say then. Yeah, yeah. It's not again. It's not. It's not evil. If uh, <laughs> if I just if I'm curious about someone and want an answer, if you ask them in an honest, upfront way, they'll usually say, "Here's your answer." You know, people right. don't take offense when you're when you're honest with them. So how did you get into, like, what what is your little little brief story of how you were like, I'm going to document people. Like, has it always been a film, and then it turned into it's going to be these personal stories or was it always a little just a bit. fascination with people? Yeah. I mean, I always wanted to make a movie, but there was a narrative. I mean, like, like everyone in LA, I tried to write scripts for a while. Yeah. I tried to do that. And then when I met Wayne, he, I became very fascinated by him and we just stayed in touch with him for a long time. And then eventually had the means and the time and the, the ability to go out and follow him around with a camera. Um, <laughs> And I, I was interviewing him, not really knowing what I was going to do or what the purpose was, and then just sort of one day said, I think I'm going to make a documentary about you. And he kind of shook his head. It, it's a little funny. I would go over there to his house every every morning, and, and he would say, oh, uh, Neil's coming over to we're gonna pretend like we're making a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it never, it never, I don't think it ever seemed real to him. So you just you just happened upon making a documentary, because you're, you're pretty good at it for just deciding, hey, I'm going to make a documentary. Yeah, I mean, it's not like it was... It's become a passion. It's become a part of who I am. But when I did it, it was really just, I want to do it. I just want to make one. I want to make a documentary about this guy. This is all I want to do. And eventually it became a lifestyle. It's so interesting because, like I said, when you're watching the documentary, especially with the eye that I was going at it with, is I have to watch the documentary and focus on the person that it's on. And then I also take into account that, wow, like I'm able to focus on this person so well because the person who made this documentary did such a good job. So it's like there's two levels to it that like, because I've seen bad documentaries about interesting people. So yeah. it, there there really is something to be said about being able to take someone with so much showable material and making it showable. So that's, that, that's really, really great. Uh, I'll take it. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I guess that was a compliment in a roundabout way. I was just going on. So with Gilbert, what what about him was different from the the first two? Like, did you feel you did? Did you feel more fearless with asking questions, or did um, it feel like kind of the same vein, and it was just a different person? A little bit. I think it was uh, like structurally, it was a little different. Like the goal was a little different. Um, I knew less about Gilbert um, personally mm-hmm. than, than any of the subjects that I worked with. Because Dan, you know, you, you, I listened to all the podcasts, and you listen to right. you know, the first 20 podcasts, you know everything about him. Um, Wayne was a friend, so I knew a lot about him. But when it comes to Gilbert's personal life, I knew very, very, very little about him. So that was that was different. Like, as you watch Gilbert, you kind of discover him as I discovered him. Wow. Yeah. So, from watching 
Gilbert do interviews about the movie, he seemed very recluse, and I honestly had no no idea of this, and obviously you didn't seem to have much either. But regardless, he's he's just so incredibly funny. And was he just? And, and you mentioned that like at some point he turns the character off a little bit, but was he just consistently like off the bat that humorous just about everything? Because it, it just seems like that's just how he is. Yeah, he's very he's very easy going that way. I mean, even when he's out of character, he still likes to laugh and joke and, and have a good and have and not he's not like a wild like he's not <laughs> a ton of fun to be around, but he's definitely funny. <laughs> Right. Um, right. He, he, I I enjoy. You know, I I'm one of those people. I like quiet people. I like people that are easy to be around that don't always have to engage and chit chat. <laughs> right. And it, it seems like the times that he's not quiet, it makes them that much more impactful. And yeah, like it, like his act. If he was if he was constantly a character, it, you know what I mean. Like it, it just knowing that he has that side to him, that he's thoughtful in that way, it just makes it that much. It makes it that much more pure. And like more funny when when you see him actually take the time to do it, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So uh, did you did it come out the way you wanted to? The movie? Yeah, I we it, unexpectedly. Yeah, I mean there's a lot of things I didn't know were going to happen while I was shooting. Like what? I'm very proud of it. Uh, well, like I, I didn't know anything about his sister, and there's there's a whole storyline with his sister getting sick. Um, oh, I no. didn't know I didn't know what it was really like to be a touring comic. It's it's not what anyone would expect. It's it's rough and lonely and it's, it's very odd. Um, Cause you went to I what? Remember, you went to a bunch of cities with him, didn't you? While he was touring, about, about fifteen cities. Yeah. Wow. In Mexico and Toronto. Yeah. Yeah, we were all over. All over. That's crazy. Would you want to do that? Would you Would you fancy that lifestyle, or do you see now that it's less so? I like. I, you know, we toured around with Harmontown. I had a really good time, but there were 15 people. You know, when you're a comic right. out there by you're by yourself. You know, you're in your hotel room just sitting there most of the time. It's a very, uh, again, lonely, solitary uh, lifestyle. Did he seem okay with that? Oh yeah, and most comics are honestly like a lot, especially the ones with kids. Right. They're happy to get they're happy to get away for the weekend. So what did you learn overall? Would you say? With, with Gilbert? Yeah, Gilbert. Like what um, what can you take away that you're like I'm I'm very glad I did that. Yeah, I get, the takeaway from Gilbert is that you know, it's it's, it's a bit of a cliche, but you know, you, <laughs> That's okay. you, you can you can really screw up um and the world's not going to stop turning. You know, and and odds are people like Dan and Gilbert when they screw up in public, it usually works out for the better. You know, they they fail up. I mean, they're they're both more successful than they've been in a long time. They've they've had big, uh, very public meltdowns and and blowups and failures, but they always wind up on the good side of things. I think it it be, seems that they face it. They face it directly yeah. rather than kitty around it. And so, I feel like when you see people like that, when you, they have problems in the public, the most genuine ones are the ones to say, "Yeah, that happened." And and I feel like that's why you're saying like they fail up, is because yeah they address it and because they're aware that they're failing and that there's something really respectful to be said with that sort of sincerity. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. So what if someone made a documentary? About me? Yeah. How would you feel about that? Knowing what you know, you're three movies, three documentaries in and you're, you're all about the, the asking questions no matter what. what, what would that make you feel like if someone made a documentary about you making documentaries? I think it'd be pretty boring. 
really, that would be very boring. Um, I'd have to do a lot to liven that one up. That would be a good challenge for somebody. <laughs> to give what if, a shot. Hold up, hold up. What if you yeah. did a documentary about yourself? Oh, uh, how would how would I, you shoot that? <laughs> I, I I would hope that I could be honest and you know reveal all, but who knows? Yeah, it's it, it's it's very hard to do. Um, I'm not I'm not sure it's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I mean it's a it's a bit out there, but it, it's just curious because you're so good at pulling stuff out of other people. Do, yeah. do you have do you have just as easy of a time addressing yourself honestly and addressing no I mean problems honestly. Yeah, but, I mean, if someone asks me a question, I'll be I'll be honest with them. But I'm not mm-hmm. one to um, I'm not one to just start talking about myself. That's for sure. That's 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 interesting, considering how much you like to hear about other people. I know I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> I don't think it's hypocritical. I get it. I mean, I I can feel the same. Like I'm interviewing you now, and and I can feel the same about that. I wouldn't be too keen on talking about myself, but yeah, yeah. I yeah. I feel like talking to other people helps with understanding self more if that makes sense sure yeah what so where where does this is this a podcast right yes it is